Welcome back to Kettlebells and Cocktails. I'm your host, John, back with my bestie, Nikki. Nikki, how are you? I'm good. I'm tired, as you notice. <laughs> I like how I like how we're just gonna pretend we haven't been talking for the last 45 minutes. So it's <laughs> I'm glad so you can record. I know. I know. For everyone listening, you guys missed a hell of a conversation that we're not gonna reference at all. So good luck. Maybe some maybe someday we will, but it was fun. But tonight we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Questions from listeners we got some new shoes to review oh, oh my uh, goodness yeah and just catch up on life and even have a surprise question for you so okay where do you want to start where do you want to where do we want to go with all this i want to hear about your shoe review Dying oh to hear I, I have it right here too i know people are see. listening and not watching look how white these things are these what? are these things are so white they listen to jason aldean and married their cousin that's a, look at these things and and all right here's the review these are the new wait, rad. Wait, what are they yeah the new rads got it the new, the new rad i honestly don't know what they're called rs1s maybe rn1s sorry rad i should have looked this up before i got on your show on their show but are uh, they the the runners or the trainers yes they're new runners cool and i've been wearing the new balance fresh foam 1080s mm, 1080s since, are the yeah. classic long distance shoe. Yeah. I've been wearing those since High Rocks to run in. Mm -hmm. Somebody turned me on to them. I had not wore, worn a running shoe in six or seven years. And I'm like, what are these little pillows on my feet? This is amazing. So nice. mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've been wearing them everywhere to run in and they're great. And so Rad came out with these. I'm like, all right, well, I love Rad. So I'll give them a shot. So I'll talk about the padding first and I, I don't know any of the details of what this shit's made from like i literally just got them today i'm just gonna tell you how they feel all right if you want a more specific technical review yeah. i'm sure joel at some point will do one as yes. many reviews as possible you should go and follow him but this is a john special yes i these are the r1s it says right on the front of the shoe they're just comfortable as all get out so i i ran in them today i did laredo which is six rounds of 400 meter running and then three different body weight movements, 24 mm -hmm. reps each. Super comfortable in the run. Better yes. than the better than the new balance. No way. Yes. For real? So, yes. I was shocked because it rads their first attempt at a running shoe. And I'm like, all right, well, the padding won't be as good or they won't be as <laughs> comfortable or bouncy or however you want to describe a running shoe. And it was all of that. Now I was on an assault runner, so I've not done a a road run yet. But assault runners are they're not easy no, to say the least. No, and you're not. actually running, at least the way I do assault run, I'm running longer than I would if I were out on the road. And in that aspect, the padding was great. The toe box is wide. They don't look wide when you just like visually look at them. You know how a Reebok Nano looks wide? For sure. Yep. Yeah. They don't look like that. No, they don't look as narrow as like a Metcon or something. And you can see here, right? Yeah. They, they have a good shoe angle, but my toes splayed is that a word they splayed that is, out that is the yeah. word yeah is yep. it? Okay. that's what you want yeah they weren't all cramped together like mm -hmm. a ballerina and <laughs> that's why uh, my feet are so fucked truly yeah exactly and they're super light i don't know what they weigh but comparatively i was surprised at how light they are because i think the red the normal rad trainers are pretty heavy they are yeah that's matt's only like yeah. real complaint about them yeah and i like that in the trainers the trainers are like I weighed them once and I want to say they're like 12 or 13 ounces. And I, I like that because they keep you stable in the lifts and they're super flat and they have a little bit of a heel so you can run on them. Um, but they're not great for running. This was great for running. I, obviously, I did not do any lifting. I did air squats and lunges and push-ups, which the shoes don't really matter in that case. Mm -hmm. But they were great for the lunges and the air squats. I mean, they're body weight movements, but I was not tipping forward, yep. which is always a concern. And yeah, big fan already. And they're shockingly white. They made my legs look tan, which is a monster <laughs> advantage for me. I like that. I like that a lot. I I love a white sneaker, like a white, a crisp. That's that's right. I love it. It's perfect. You probably can't really tell because of the light I have on it, but they're actually two different color whites. Yeah, the bottom's almost like a creamier, yeah, yeah. Beigeier. So yeah, so the the entire bottom and then around the tongue and parts of the tongue are like are like a heavy cream color. They're still white. It's still white, like a whitish cream. And then the upper is like shocking white. Love that. 
and almost like they're like, they're like they're like new balance dad shoes but cool i i know i thought that too as soon as i opened the box i'm like did i just buy dad shoes where are my tongs and <laughs> the lawnmower honey yeah but then i put them on and they don't look like dad shoes no yeah I, yeah I was, like, I, I was like i was like these look pretty good i'm, I'm gonna be wearing these in madison for sure they're Ooh. good do you see the very i don't know if you can see this this is cut this for the audio podcast i guess but this really cool shirt that i'm wearing that looks kind of yeah, like a sneaker Windrose. but it says crossfit Windrose yeah. on it yeah it's our run club shirt because i have a road race on friday Ooh, how far are you running yeah 10 miles oh that's that's about seven miles too far i know i know you know what sucks i don't know when the show is gonna air but i so the, the this road race it's a 10 miler it's always the weekend of my birthday it I've done it a million times in Rhode Island here. It's called the Blessing of the Fleet. It's down like by the water. It's really lovely and beautiful. And the people come out on their front lawns and hand you pickles and water and shots of Jaeger. It's it's a really fun race. And I've done it a bunch of times. I haven't done it since before I was pregnant. And we had a run club put together at the gym this year, and everyone's been running together on on Sundays. Not me, but I've been doing the runs. I've been doing the distances right. and shit on my own. And then I'll tell you what, this last month has just not been like the fitness month that I wanted. I had a couple injuries that made it so I couldn't really work out very intensely for about two weeks. And then I had hand, foot, mouth, the a viral <laughs> version, not right. the like body sores version, just the like respiratory virus version for a week. And I was really doing good. I was on a good clip of running. I was getting really prepared with the team. And now I'm like, not ready. And it's coming. And it will be 90, nine zero degrees on Friday. Help. Uh, and an extra, I when I ran a lot, I used to keep track of the temp and what that did to run miles. And someone, I'm sure someone can come in the comments and tell us exactly what it does. But every five degrees knocks like 30 seconds off your time, your average time. Mm -hmm. If, mm -hmm. if you're like baseline is 70 degrees, right? So you get 75, you lose this amount of time you go to 80 and so on. So yeah, 90, be... 90 will cripple you for sure. I just think it has to be a run walk. Like I went from training for a 10 mile run to training for a 10 mile run walk because yep. just for safety purposes, I think oh. you can't risk like overheating in that way. So if it were me, fine. if it were me, I wouldn't do it. No, if it were me, I would. Yeah. I, when I used to train for running, I would do run walk a lot. I'd do three minutes on one minute off. So I'd run for three, walk for one and do it in four minute increments or uh, or five and one that way six minute increments and then, then it becomes 10 rounds every hour yeah yep. when uh, i when i ran the marathon the new york city marathon in 2017 i walked through every third water station so every there they were every mile so every three miles i walked for however long it took me to pick up my cup drink it and then crush it and throw it right and so what less than a minute 45 yep. seconds or so and that was enough to sort of stop any crazy like knee aches or hip aches or back aches until the very end like i think from miles 22 to 26 you do nothing but hurt no matter what right <laughs> no matter how right. you train or how many times you've been stretched but but it, it keeps pretty much everything at bay so i feel like i feel like a brisk walk every 20 to 30 minutes and i should be good to get through the 10 but i'm just i'm just nervous man i'm not feeling very fit right now in the last couple training runs that i did like six miles, five miles, three miles this yesterday did not feel right. good. I was like, shit, <laughs> shit. Well, I do seven miles. Oh, I've been doing a pretty decent amount of running. I've been doing run club on Sundays. And last Sunday we went for, it was like a four mile run. And at some point at the three mile mark, we got to a track, to an actual track. And we were going to do stair runs. So we did eight stair mm -hmm. runs. And then we did a lap and then one of the geniuses goes, Hey, let's do a 400 meter walking lunge. And mm. because I'm, yeah, exactly. And because I, I've done it before, so I know better, but I also have trouble saying no. So I'm like, <laughs> okay. And so my ass is sore today because I did 400 meter walking lunge on Sunday and my damn smartphone or smartwatch out of this Apple ultra about every 30 seconds, it'd be like, I think you're done with your workout. Are we finished? And I'd have to go. 
No. And, well, here's the, yeah. So here's the crazy thing. So I'd have to keep hitting dismiss. When I got back to the gym, I looked at the stats and it gave, because I did that walking lunge and the, and the stair run in the middle of this long run, it gave me the craziest stats you've ever seen. It was like you averaged the 17 minute mile, but your average heart rate was 146. And I'm like, <laughs> sir, you're so out of shape. We're worried about you. I know. I'm lucky Apple didn't call 911. Like, <laughs> a wellness check at your house. Just in yeah. Case. This guy's basically walking down the street and he's having a heart attack. Could you please go check on him? That's what they thought. Someone please help. I'm like, no, lunges are hard. <laughs> they suck. Oh, and I was drenched too. When it was done, I looked like somebody just poured a bucket of water over my head. Mm -hmm. So bad. So bad. Sucks. So I'll do it again this Sunday in the new rads. Great. Perfect. Perfect. You should come here and do the race with me. No, 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 no. I'm, <laughs> well, I'm already traveling to Matt. I'd actually would, could probably be talked into that if I wasn't already going to Madison. I didn't already right. have like you know, a couple money days laid later. Out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You can just stay here. I got it all worked out. You come here, you do the race. You stay here for the weekend. We fly to Madison together next week. Yeah, that'd be that what all sounds great, except then I wouldn't have my Jeep. And it, I have a job, like an actual uh, job that pays me, unlike this thing. So you already have tickets booked. So maybe we could change your ticket and Hunter's the lap infant for my ticket. Maybe we could right. make you the lap ticket for Matt's ticket. You could just sit maybe. in his lap the whole time. I'll, well, I would have sat in Matt's lap anyway. So that would, have been, that would have been fine. For free. I uh, know. You want to hear something funny that I read tonight? I occasionally make the mistake of going on Reddit every mm -hmm. once in a while. I actually kind of like it. It's fun. Like, Yeah, it is. I do like it for certain things. Yeah, I, I like it because it makes me laugh. And anytime there's a question of what CrossFit podcast should I listen to? I always, of course, I'm going to look because I've got an ego. And I, <laughs> I want to see what people are going to say about us. And I got to find this comment somebody said oh about God, us. Oh my God, I'm today. nervous. Yeah, it, it it actually made me laugh though. Oh my God, where is it? I don't know. It's oh here it is. Let's see. Well, there are a couple. There's one that says I can't listen to Kettlebell's Captains anymore. I found their banter, which is in quotes, annoying. First of all, it's actual banter. You don't have to put it in quotes. It's actually banter. Yeah. So that's so fine. whatever. We yeah, paint yeah. for everyone. <laughs> no anyway i can't find the actual quote but anyway some guy said he he quite literally said he'd rather listen to a fat girl fart for three hours than listen to our show and and i said well I, what i wanted to do is quote say well good news nikki's going to be pregnant at some point so we may actually air that episode it's going to be awesome be i would charge big money for that kind of audio okay it's not every day that you get to hear fat pregnant ladies farting and if they do offer it it should be minimum two G's. Well, he said for three hours. I'm like, our episodes are always an hour or less. So mm -hmm. you sound like you're just being too critical, I guess. I actually really appreciate that comment. If you're going to put it out there, how much you hate listening to us, you might as well make it hilarious. I know. I don't, I hate to call the guy out on the air like this, but he obviously isn't listening. So who gives <laughs> so a shit? So it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Who gives a shit? Anyway, hey, uh, we got one. some. Yeah, that was a great one. We did get some questions from listeners today. Oh, if you yes. want to go through some of them, I do. Some of them. Here's one I thought was interesting. I'm not even going to give the name of who gave them because the Instagram name is too hard to figure out for me sometimes. <laughs> How do you classify yourself as an athlete? Oh, God. Well, I suppose in four days' time, I'll classify myself as a master. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> the dark side. I'm coming. It's tough. That is a question of perception because personally, like I've gone through a lot of different athletic phases, right? There was a time pre-CrossFit where I was a very different type of athlete, where I was a dancer. There was a time within CrossFit where I think I was really fit and strong and considered myself a competitor and did a lot of competitions. There was a time where I was just, my body was not mine and it's still partially not, right? I'm still nursing. So it's hard to do all the same things athletically that I did when I had more time, effort, energy, and my body to myself to dedicate to CrossFit. But then there's also this perspective that you need to give 
a question like that where I might not be at the top of the leaderboard in my gym every single day, but what about relative to the world? <laughs> relative right. to most average folks my age, I think they'd probably consider me pretty fit. So I think if I had to just take all of that into consideration when I, if I had to classify myself as an athlete, I'd say an intermediate, moderately <laughs> fit crossfitter. Moderately fit. Does that, does that hold up? Yeah, I think it holds up. I, I always struggle with the people are so specific about RX or scale. I think intermediate oh, is that what well. that question means? Not necessarily, but I think I think very few people are are willing to put themselves as intermediate, which is more in the middle. I think a lot of people are like they're either really hard on themselves in in the sport and they say, Oh, I'm terrible at it, so I'm scaled, or they're a shirts off ego person and they're like, Oh, I'm RX, I'm all in all the time. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I I mean I'm not I'm not either of those things for real. I think I'd probably say I'm like 85% of the time can RX things that are on the board, but all of us, I think all of us struggle with like high skill stuff. All of us struggle with right. like insane giant heavyweights. All of us struggle with hero workouts. Like we all struggle with the same types of things and even gym to gym, those standards vary. So it's difficult right. to use that. I feel like as a benchmark, but I have no problem entering the gym and tackling the workout of the day in a way that is best for me. Yeah. I'll get that. For sure. I've struggled recently with my place of where I am with as an athlete only because I'm I'm training with people that are way fitter than me. Mm -hmm. And so I'm losing perspective mm -hmm. on how how I'm doing versus kind of my subset age group, masters athletes, however you want to view it. Mm -hmm. Um and because I'm getting smoked by really fit people, but I'm still doing well. Mm. So, I'll, so I'll lose, like we've been doing these hero wads every Saturday or every Friday. And they're really hard. And most of them are 30 to 50 minutes long, depending on your fitness and whether or not you are axing them. And I kind of work out with the same group every week. And this one woman, Carissa, but the fittest 40 year old mom I know, like she's stupid fit. I, I'm convinced she could go to high rocks and win right now. Mm. I keep trying to talk her into going and doing one because I'm positive yeah. she would go in and make a splash and she'll beat me in these hero wads by a full lap. There are four to six rounds usually, and she'll always beat me by at least a full round in some cases, 10, 15 minutes. And, uh, and then I'll post my time and people in my age group will be like, wow, that was really fast. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like Chris had gone home and changed and came back with coffee <laughs> by the time I was done. <laughs> so I, I, t I tend to lose perspective on how I'm doing, but the one thing I have classified myself as recently, or really like kind of in the last year is someone who's just training. Like I'm, I quit focusing on scaled and RX and even intermediate. And like every day when I go in now, it's like, I'm no longer racing. I'm just training. That's it. Mm -hmm. And man, you talk about a, a stress reliever. You know, when you're not, when you're no longer trying to beat the person next to you, every single time you walk in the door, it made a big difference for me. So yeah, that was a long story to say I'm RX, but yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> I think that's really interesting because. I love what CrossFit does to us in the sense that it it pushes you to have a little bit of competitive fire within yourself, not necessarily to beat the person next to you, but it's a really lovely way of looking at it, saying like, that person who's lapping me, <laughs> I don't right. need to beat them, but that sure as shit is motion for me to keep going. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah. I need to beat them. Or I, I mean, sometimes it is nice to have that push. Sometimes when you're neck and with someone, the motivation you might need in that moment is I would like to finish first. But even if it's not, even if you've taken that specific type of pressure off of your plate, it is absolutely motivating to be like, well, they didn't stop. So maybe I shouldn't stop or they are moving fast. Yeah. So I should keep going like that. That type of comparative motivation doesn't go away. And I think is what Honestly, it helps me show up. Yeah. Because I well, need some serious motivation to show up in time. Trust me, that's the argument for going to group classes is you work harder. Like I, I mm -hmm. trained at home today, mm -hmm. which I did Laredo, and it was nowhere near my peak Laredo time. Now I was on a salt runner, so that changed it quite a bit. But even if, if I subtracted the extra time it takes to do 400 meters on a salt runner, it still wasn't near. And the reason it wasn't 
is I'd get off that runner to walk over and I'd grab a sip of water, I'd make a little loop back over to where I was doing air squats and I'm like lollygagging a little bit. Um, and I'm still sweating my ass off. My heart rate's pretty high, but it's not the same mm -hmm. as when you're out there with your friends, yeah, training partners. Well, I think it's really interesting too. Like we always say that you shouldn't, you don't want to be the fittest one in the room, right? Like you want someone to chase or you want someone to motivate you or you want someone to inspire you, whatever it is. Like we always say that, but I do think that there needs to be a little bit of balance in that. Like you need some wins too, right. John. Like you can't just be working out with people every single day that lap you every on everything that you do. It's just, that is a little bit not motivating in, in addition to losing that perspective. So when you train by yourself in your house, in your basement, give yourself something that you know you're good at so that you can feel a win or something that you like to do or something that, you know, I don't know, just makes you feel fit in a oh, different I, way. I almost always only do things I like to do when I'm home. <laughs> Perfect. Trust that me. Balance is important. Yeah. The basement workouts, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like they're like I did one a few days ago. It was a full 60 minutes and I was smoked when it was done. But every movement in that thing was curated, man. I, I knew I wasn't going to pick anything that I absolutely hated. And by the time it was done, I was like, oh, man, I overestimated how much I like that movement because it sucks doing it that long. Right, right. In air quotes. Yeah, you kind of you learn from that experience. But yeah. I, I like going to the affiliate because I get pushed to not only work harder around others, but they make me do things I don't like to do. And the coaches yell at me just like anybody else. They don't give a shit. They're like, you're clean suck. I'm like, I know they suck. Quit yelling at me. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I'm I embarrassing you. That, that balance is just really important. I feel. And yep. I, I feel like right now in my life, I'm very equal parts accepting this season of life for what it is and the type of fitness that I can do in the time that I have, in the motivation that I have, in the in the capabilities that I have in this physical body. I'm equal parts that and, oh, this is a really good workout for me. I'm going to fucking crush it and get to the very yeah. top of the leaderboard or I at least I'm going to beat Matt in this because he's hmm. hard to beat. And every so often I can right. get him. And when I do, I'm like, eh, eh. Well, and I like what you're doing where you're going out and you're doing a run club on the side and you're running a race. I think it's important for people to to find other motivating factors besides just training. Like I love going to the gym. I love seeing my friends, but I don't care who you are. That shit gets old mm -hmm. over time. If you're not working yeah. towards something. And I had a coach say that to me once. They're like, what are you training for? And I'm like, nothing. Why? Why would I train for anything? They're like, why are you coming here? Like, they were dead serious. And I'm like, I don't know. I want to be fit. I want to look good naked. They're like, what are you yeah. training for? Train for something. Any, and even if it's to look good naked, be convinced that's what it is then but train for something. I never lost that after that. And since then, I've always set goals for myself, usually, you know, 60 to 90 days out. It's not always an event. It's not always a run or Wadapalooza or one of those things. Sometimes it is, hey, when August comes around, I want to be able to take my shirt off. <laughs> or what I do want to look right now, it's I want to look good in photos in Madison. That's a goal. So I'm kind of nuancing my diet a little bit and making sure my workouts are structured around that properly. And I just think it's good for you to have short-term, long-term goals like that. Keep you motivated. Yeah, fully agree. All right. Next question. Good discussion. Yeah. Oh, here's one. I like this one. It says, no question. You're hot as fuck. I love the podcast. I like that. That's a good question. That was an excellent comment. I know. I More like that, please. They must've been talking about you. That's all I can figure. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It went straight to your page. Did they yeah. ask if you're single as a Pringle? <laughs> no, they did not. <laughs> they did not ask that. Here's a good one. If you guys didn't have the current jobs you have, what would you be doing? Do you have a job you'd rather do than the one you have? I mean, you own your own business, so it's a little different for you. But if money were no object and the Brazier Farm were free. <laughs> if the Brazier Farm were free, oh my God, I would be full-time farmhand. That would be would so you? fun. Hell yeah, I've had enough to work and I could just tend to the farm and hang out with my kid and buy cute shit at TJ Maxx. Fuck yeah. I'll How many chickens do you have right now? We've 10. 10 chickens? Do you have any roosters? Yeah. No, we're not allowed. And also, I don't want more than 10, so I don't have a rooster. Oh, wow. <laughs> do you have any other animals right? Did you guys ever get goats? I know you mentioned you were going to get goats. 
No, it's part of the long-term plan. We do want to, we want to do raise a barn in the back and do two goats and two alpacas that I really want. I really want two boys, but I really want to name one pack pack and one Mrs. Pac-Man, even though they're oh. both boys. <laughs> Love it. I really want to do that. No, I, if I, if I had to pick another career and something that like I'm really, really passionate about, I think I would work it somewhere in the LGBTQA plus community. I think I would, that's like something that I've always, always, always been like so incredibly passionate about and did a lot of work on the side volunteering when like same sex marriage was first kind of like on the table and trying to be pushed in certain states and stuff. And I think, I think I would well with my communication background, helping out with legislation or pushing legislation or, or just figuring out how to make things more equal for that community. And if I could pick another career, it would be fighting for those rights. I think somehow, I don't know exactly how, but somehow. Well, it doesn't matter what career I pick now. I'm just going to sound like an asshole. So Sorry. I mean, just, <laughs> I was just thinking about if, if it was really anything that I was passionate about, that's where I would find work, I think. But did you just want to be like a shoemaker or something? I don't know. I honestly don't know what I would do. I don't, I'm not sure I have a ton of things I'm like crazy passionate. I mean, clearly I have a lot of hobbies I like, like guitar and sure. Yeah. And fitness, would whatever. You a professional musician would no. that ever be like, why? Well, for one, I'm not talented enough, not even in the ballpark. And, uh, I don't know. It's funny. I was just having this conversation. Who was I talking to about this this week? I had a long, oh, my tattoo guy. I was getting my tattoo shaded and we were listening to Spotify and and it was all, it was an AI DJ, which was weird because he had like an ethnic voice. I'm like, why is this AI kind of racist? This is bizarre to me. I don't, don't understand. Like, why do you have to give it a specific sounding voice? They Very probably, weird. they probably got a real DJ's voice in the system because you can do that with AI. Oh, you know that right. because you've been yeah, working yeah, yeah. with the editing software. They, so they probably got someone's real life voice and got the rights to it and then AI'd the shit out of it in order to do that. That's probably Yeah, maybe. Right. Yeah, see, that makes a lot of sense because I'm like, man, like, why they pick this voice? Why didn't they pick like a hillbilly white voice like mine or like whatever? I don't know. Like, it's just, it's very weird. Um, mm. Anyway, so we were talking about what would happen if money were no, what would happen to society if money were no option or mm. no, no big deal. And I, my contention was, was I'd like to believe the arts would be huge. You know, I'd like to believe there's a ton of people that would want to provide art. And there's plenty of people like myself that don't do music because there's literally no money in it unless you're just an absolute superstar. There's no money in songwriting anymore. There's the only money there is is in touring and who the hell wants to tour 300 days out of the year. So, right. So it's, it's, it would be nice to be able to be a musician, but starve to death. I don't know. I'm probably along the same lines as you. I, I'd love to stay in fitness. I mean, if it, it's not going to be my full-time job, because my full-time job's pretty damn good, but I'd probably stay in fitness in some capacity and help people. Like I, I am, I really love teaching. I'm not, I'm not a coach at the gym for the record. Like I don't have my L1, but I do love teaching and giving people advice and helping them get better. I like watching people improve. I like problem solving. And those are all things that happen in a gym. So I could see myself wanting to do that. And it's kind of an exit strategy for me, to be honest. Yeah. I've kind of always thought that, I don't know, maybe I'll tap on 52. Maybe I'll tap out of banking at 58. Girls will be out of college by then. That'd be obviously several years earlier than I wanted to, but I could go run a gym. Yeah. Let, let the money I have in the, in the market just compound. Yeah. Know? Assuming the world's still around then, but you know, well, it's a big assumption at this point in life. So I seriously. Things are crumbling around us, so. Mm, they are kind of, <laughs> they are kind of crumbling around us. Here was an interesting one. These questions are all over the board. You're on death row. <laughs> I like this one started dark and you have one last workout. What are you going to pick? Oh, I know what I'm going to pick. Oh, that quick, huh? Man. Yeah, it's my favorite. It's all right, my hold, favorite. Before you tell me, why are you on death row? Who'd you kill? Oh my God. <laughs> I killed someone. How do you know it's, no. how do you know it's that? But you're on death. Why else would you be on death row? See, the only reason you can get on death row in the U.S. is you have to kill someone. Or you could kill lots of people. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> wow. 
Oh my god, I don't even know who I would mm. kill. I actually I do know who I would kill, but I won't say it out loud because it would start a political firestorm on the show. Oh my lord. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, setting that aside, what, what's your last workout? It's Glenn. Oh, which one's Glenn? I um, just did that a, one, didn't I? You just did it. Yeah, it's a hero lot. It's like mile run and 30 clean jerks and 10 rows and 100 so burpees bad. yeah yeah it's so bad last, but it hurts oh. so good the last 100 burpees are miserable yes They're they are so bad so yes. bad i love that workout because it's so hard i mean i love i love hero wads for what they stand for and i love honoring those who have given it all in the line of duty and i love that workout because the movements are all so difficult but they're the kind of movements where you can always do one more and you yep. might need to rest and it might be a really slow ass rope climb or you might have needed 20 seconds before you picked up the barbell again you might need to step back on your burpees instead of jump back but you can always do one more and i appreciate the type of workouts that really push you mentally and physically like that um so that's that that's definitely the one for me i smoked the second run in glenn and i paid for it in the burpees that was my mistake. We had the way our gym is set up. So we'll, I'll say the work again, 30 clean and jerks and it's a mile run. Then a, you come in and you do 10 rope climbs, another mile run, and then a hundred burpees. That's the workout. And we have two routes. You can do a mile. We have one where you can come out of the gym and you run around this warehouse three times or six times. It's next to us and it's all flat and it's all in the sun. Or you can huh. go straight out down the hill and you run downhill for a half mile and back uphill a half mile but it shaded Oof. right and this was middle of the day so it was kind of warm warmish mm -hmm. and i did that first run out in the sun and i was running pretty slow because it was hot and i was not loving life and so when i got to the second mile i'm like i'm gonna run downhill to start because that'll make me feel better and it'll be in the shade and that part did make me feel better because i was going downhill and i've certainly picked up speed but it was not in the shade because it was noon and that didn't occur to me because I was having spaced out wide brain where you just can't think anymore. Uh -huh. And I sweated my ass off for the second half mile coming back uphill. And I did it quick. Like I did it in seven, half or eight minutes. Like it was a fast mile for me. And I was done. I'm like, oh, these burpees are not going to be fun. I, I started, I was doing it with Tom and I had a 15 burpee lead and he still beat me by five or 10. It was not fun. So. I debated that. Do? I don't know. I debated this one hard. It's like, it's your last workout. Do you want it to be really short or do you want to do something really long? My favorite workout without question is Murph. Uh, so it, was, it would probably be that. Like, that's my favorite of all the hero wads. It's my favorite from a community event. It's, it's a lot of body weight movements and running. So it's actually pretty good for me. Like, I can keep up with the big guys. And so I like that. And it's not so long that you hate your life. Right. You know what I mean? Like even with a vest, it's an hour for me yeah. anyway. And without a vest, it's half that. So the other part of me is like, oh, just go do Fran and be done. Because mm -mm. Fran makes you beg for death anyway. So maybe it'd make yeah. that sentence better. But That's actually true. That's actually true. But yeah, I guess it'd be yeah. worth that's a good answer. But you know what my other thought is like a couple a couple summers ago, Dave, who owns the gym that I coach at, he had all the coaches write out their own quote unquote like named workout so we could think about it. And we like made like there's a workout called Nikki and it's like my favorite things, things I like to do, things I like to coach, whatever. And mine was all very partner oriented. So it's like running with a partner, but you have a little rope. And it's synchro toes to bar, which is one of my favorite things to do. And partner deadlifts where you're both holding on to the barbell. Right. And I really like, I really like that kind of stuff. If you're going to do a partner wad, like commit partners being the thing right. as opposed to you go, I go. So I guess I, I guess I couldn't really have that as my answer as the death row thing. Cause I'd be alone. Oh, unless we were on death row together. And we could well, just maybe, like that. They don't put men and women partner on wad. death row together, but maybe it's all, it's all a fictional for thing a partner anyway. Wad. Yeah, it's all fictional anyway, so I guess we can do whatever the hell we want to do, right? Yeah. Pretty pretty interesting question, though. It's a funny question. I know. I like that one. What do you have on your question list? Do you have questions? You know, I had, yeah, I had one that I wanted to read out loud. It's kind of a rhetorical question, but I thought it was yeah. really sweet. It says, could Tia's baby be any more adorable? Parenthood is a good look for them. And mm -hmm. I just wanted to read it out loud because I thought it was sweet. And I 
100% agree. Like they're, they're, they look so happy. And, and I know that not everything on social media is always 100% true. And like, it is just as much of a struggle to have a newborn as it is like wonderful and beautiful and inspiring and all those things. But I'm just really glad to, just really glad to see them thriving as a little family of three. Well, I would just say if I were the father, it'd be a cuter baby. But oh, no. you think so, huh? No, actually, no, I don't. I because I saw a picture of Willow the other day, and she kind of looks like Shane a little bit, which is yeah, a really oh, good yeah. look, like really cute look for a baby man. I was like, oh man, that is a cute. And not all babies are cute. Like a lot of ba- a lot of y'all's babies are ugly. I'm sorry, they just are. Like they are. There are a lot of ugly babies out there. It it's just true. has to be said. And Willow is a, it's Willow, right? She's baby's name. so cute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, she's totally adorable. Like re- really cute. And I don't know Tia at all. We've exchanged messages every once in a while. And, and I kind of know Shane, but not well enough that I need to suck up to him. That's a cute baby. That is a cute baby. Do you know that yeah. Matt and I were convinced that we were going to have a hideous baby? Convinced. <laughs> because we were both like, and I'm not, I'm not making this up. We were both hideous babies. Mm. Well, maybe your next like, one will be. Maybe you get probably. lucky. The next one will just be a little troll. Be great. Probably. But now that I understand a parent's love in a way that I could not possibly understand it until I had lived it, I understand how if, even if I have a troll baby, I'd be like, but it's mm. my troll baby and I love it and it's cute to me. Mm. I don't know if that's true. I my, my first one, My first one was beautiful, like right out of the womb. And then Megan came along and I was like, Oh, I'm not sure how this one's going to turn out. <laughs> and she ended, she ended up gorgeous. Yeah, she ended up really gorgeous, and she got and she got cute very quick. But like that first moment, you're just like, oh, wait a minute, you sure this mm-hmm. fine? Mm-hmm. Sure that, that was fine? me. That was me when I was born. When I look back at really like newborn photos of myself, I'm like, oh, god, don't get close to that thing. Yeah. And then like right around four months, like it happened pretty fast. Right around four months, I was like, oh, okay, that's a cute picture. I, I had a funny moment with the girls this week since we're just rambling here. Or what, what did the guy said we do? Bantering. Banter. banter. Quote yes. unquote banter. Not real Quote banter. Unquote. Yeah, since we're Fake bantering. Fake banter. banter. <laughs> the, the girls were in the living room talking about boy troubles. Mm-hmm. And my oldest was mentioning that some boy was hitting on her and how shocked she was by it. And I'm like, I, I'm like, I gotta have the dead talk with you guys. They're like, what? And I'm like, don't what? I'm like, I just need to say this out loud. All boys for the rest of your lives that are your friends want to get in your pants. You just have to know this moving forward. This is the way it is. There are, there's no such thing as platonic friends for you guys ever again. You need to know this. They all want to sleep with you. And they're like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's right. I'm like, yeah, I know it's right. And I got to be honest, it's not from here on out. It's probably been for the last five or six years. Well, probably, but you know, now that they're both, driving and dating and doing whatever i needed to make sure i said it at some point well man what a harsh reality well i mean it's boys and girls are different nikki that's the way this goes i know know? no i know it's true i'm glad you had that conversation your girls have such good heads on their shoulders because you have never shot away from any type of conversation with them and i really appreciate that about your parenting style yeah they're they're pretty sharp they're pretty sharp actually and uh, and i'm kind of like empty nesting right now because mira got a driver's Mm -hmm. license and so and a car and so i barely see these kids either one of them it's it's very odd but it's still nice yeah it's very weird is it sad sad's not the right word i mean you're happy that they're living their life and being with their friends and doing what they want to do and learning to be adults. And they are, you do watch them learn. That's the interesting thing at this age is like you, like this moment of what's going on with these boys, like they're learning. Like, and it's, mm-hmm. it seems like a lesson you'd already know, but the lesson's bigger than just that. Mm-hmm. Then the discussion became, well, which of your friends that are boys are actually friends and mm-hmm. trying to figure that out. And, and they're, talking about what they're willing to tolerate, what they're not willing to tolerate and the Mm -hmm. dumb things boys do. And it was a really funny conversation, but they're learning from it. Mm -hmm. So that stuff's kind of cool to see happen. There are moments though, where it's, I'll give you an example. I went to bed last night and because I'm old, I was in bed early and that, but they were both here. And as I was going to sleep, I thought to myself how nice it was that both my girls were under the same roof. Mm -hmm. 
and how much I missed when they were your kid's age yeah. where Megan would come in and open my door and go, daddy, can I get in bed with you? And she'd climb in bed. She'd have on her little pink nightgown on her little socks mm-hmm. <laughs> and she'd climb in and she'd actually, what she'd actually say is, Hey, can I snuggle with you? Which is even cuter. <laughs> I know. And when you, at this point you miss it because you're never going to have that again. Yeah. So it's, I, I already find myself like, like holding Hunter <laughs> as he falls asleep at night and just sitting in the nursery being like, I can't right. grow up and move. Yeah. I just, I can't when my whole life is consumed by toddlerhood right now. I don't really ever want it to change, even though it's crazy and busy and insane and stressful. Like I don't, and it's sad because I feel like it's changing so fast. Yep. Yeah, it is. <laughs> hey, we had a second murder question. Oh my the, God. I know. We had some dark questions, right? What kind of vibes are we giving off on the show? I don't know. This was a good one, though. If there were a story about a murder mystery in a CrossFit gym, what would the title be? Ooh, that's a great question. I know. I had so many. <laughs> you did? I, You've already well, thought about this? Well, I mean, I, like it crossed my mind pretty quickly. I think of the things that piss people off. Like an easy one was like, who took my spot on the rig? <laughs> I was thinking about something well, with the rig. Yeah. That's almost or who, who got chalk on the floor. <laughs> but, but then that wouldn't be much of a mystery. The coach did it. Like, mm. be some simple to figure out. My mind immediately went to a title that's like, with the rope by the rig or something kind of like clueish, right. like with the candlestick in the conservatory. Oh, see, that's because you're you're artsy. <laughs> yes, I'm so literary. I know. Referencing clue. Yes, I'm very simple. I am very simple. Oh, oh, what about like he signed into class, never showed up. oh that'd be great that'd be good all right the next question looking for a good shoe i have no bowls right now you have a good shoe no bowls are good what what would be your alternate i bought some no bowls today by the way we can come to that later yeah i did okay um just some canvas good canvas to walk around in they're always great for that yeah i was this is a good discussion to have because i was going back and forth with Aaliyah miller who we had on the show a couple weeks ago and she's looking for new shoes and so we were kind of going back and forth about this well i i wear mainly nobles these days so love i love the trainer pluses but i don't know matt is obsessed with those strike movement shoes that i got him to the point where i feel like i want to get myself a pair to try them out but i'm still so ticked at their stupid return policy mm. that i don't want to tom tom raves about them i want i swear to god he's got five pairs easily that really loves them he really does and he also likes he likes the rads and he likes the tears but and he feels like they're very similar so i'll throw that yeah, out. See, i didn't think the tears were similar to the rads at all if i had to give a top three i wouldn't have tear in my top three now to be fair i own one pair of tear i've worn them like twice and I just didn't love them. They're too light for me for some reason. Did just they did rub the backs them. of your heels raw? Well, I only wore them twice and I didn't work hard enough in them. Maybe I need to give them another shot to see if I feel oh, differently man. about them. I love I the rads. I love them, but they rub the backs of my heels raw. Yeah, I've heard that. I mean, obviously I love rad. I've got five pairs of trainers and now a pair of runners. So I, I think they're solid. I hear these strike movement are great. And I think Under Armour, Tri-Base rain fives mm-hmm. are also great if i were gonna get a shoe that didn't fall into the whole reebok nike camp yep it'd be one of those three i i yeah. think they're doing really really good work and it'll be interesting to see for me i think rad has a really good business strategy and seems to be selling a lot of shoes so i'll be interested to see what their growth looks like over the next couple of years if they can continue to keep this keep the quality high and keep the buzz around their shoe i'll be interested to see if they can i think they can but i mean ben ben seems like a pretty sharp dude but yeah oh sure someone in my gym today had reebok nano x3s i didn't know what x they were up to yet (laughs) or at this point but they looked pretty cool and i really enjoyed i haven't had a pair since the the x1s the 11s like whatever nano 11 but I've liked everything from the eight on. So I haven't had a new pair in a while, but like eight, nine, 
X, X1. They've all been great. I've never had a complaint on Rebox. I had a bunch at one point. I mean, they sent me a bunch at one point. And I wore them for a while. I liked them fine. But when they left CrossFit, I kind of fell out of love with them. And found other shoes I liked. I mean, I got on my Innovate kick for a while. But I'm really solid on Rad right now. It's yeah. really not even a choice for me. When I go to work out, I just grab a pair and go. And they all function the same way. Like, I'm not finding any variance from shoe to shoe. So they're great for me. Yeah, that's honestly how I feel about Nobles right now. So Well, that's been, that's been the big gig against Nobles. There's no variance. They're all exactly the fucking same. Yeah, <laughs> so, and they work for my feet, so I'm not yeah. complaining about that. Well, I will say that I got a pair of the the new, I think, runner pluses, like the new updated mm-hmm. runners, and I really need like a running shoe if I'm going to do distance. Like I just, I don't know, yeah. I'm old, my knees are creaky, I need a lot of cushion. But I had only those with me at semis. And in the mornings, I would wake up and go for a run before we worked the event. And my legs felt great. They, hmm. I would not turn to them for something like training for this long road race that I have. Right. I still am wearing like my dedicated runners. But I find them a lot more comfortable than previous runners that they've made. So I feel like that's an improvement. I wonder if I should buy a pair of runners from them. I need one more pair of shoes. Right. I was going to say. I could always use another pair of shoes. And they, I could use, always use another pair of runners because the, the the advantage to runners is they're super comfy just to walk around in. Yeah. Well, the and new I, ones are pretty cool. Yeah, maybe. They come in some pretty neat designs. Which, did, what Nobles did you just buy? I just bought a pair of canvas. Just like what good color? Old, just good old-fashioned white oh. canvas shoes. Okay. They go with everything. You know what I mean? You put on any short. The white sneaker. Any, yeah, any short, any top, and you can hit the town, you know? Mm-hmm. And we will have, uh, shameless plug, we will have the new Nike Metcon 9s at our Battle Cancer event on Saturday. Yep, Saturday yes. morning at 7.30 at 7:30. CrossFit Mojo, and then we're going to do breakfast right after. So everyone should come. You should be impressed that I remembered all those details without even looking it up. Thank God for you, because I was floating. I could tell. <laughs> I thought about hanging you out to dry there for a minute, but I was like, like I was like, nah, nah. I'll just I'll answer it. Do you have any other questions, yours? I've kind of gone through all mine. No, I mean I had I had one that says, "How do you make bread with no yeast, baking powder, or sugar?" Which I have no answer for. I would just have to do some intense Googling. Wait, ask it again. I can answer this. How do, how do you make bread with no yeast, baking powder, or sugar? They're called biscuits. <laughs> okay. They're, they're called biscuits, and you get flour and lard and buttermilk. And you put them in a little, you use, mix them up for a short period of time. You put them in little dollops, and you stick them in the oven at, you know, whatever the temp, I forget the temp now, 350, maybe 375 for sounds right. 15 minutes or so. That sounds right. Yeah, they're called biscuits. That's what that bread's called. Mm. That's what at least you that's what you eat them with oh, bread. You eat so many of them with butter and jam and bacon. Delicious. There's, yes, there's nothing wrong with that. There is I nothing. This English muffin kick. Oh, I always am. Yeah, I know. It's nothing new for me, but I've been having like three a day. Maybe I should cool. Maybe that's why I'm not in the shape of these <laughs> Maybe. Days. When, when do you get to Madison? Tuesday. Oh, you'll be there before me. Sweet. Mm-hmm. All right. Tuesday. So you get there Tuesday. I'll be there Wednesday. We're going to do a meet and greet at some point for two food. I just don't yes. know when. So once you get your schedule, let me know and we'll coordinate it with two food and I'll shoot it out for everyone. So they know, so they can swing by the two food. We'll have shirts. Our belts will be there. Our patches will be there, which will be fun. Yeah. And Um, I'm excited. If you haven't seen the community over everything designs, those are our favorites that two food has made for us recently. You can buy them online before games. If you want to get them and wear them on the plane. Yes. Madison highly recommend link in both of our bios, but yeah, that'll be really fun. Honestly, like, I love the work that I get to do at games, but my all-time favorite part is meeting people who listen to the show and just 
like talking to them in real life because I feel like I have a lot of internet friends and then yep. I get to meet them in real life and I'm like, oh, I just we meeting for the first time because I definitely feel like I know you. And also it's my favorite because like, again, Matt doesn't listen to the show and I think sometimes he thinks I make it up that other people listen right. to the show. So Truly Games is one time a year where he's like, I guess people like do listen to you sometimes, I guess. <laughs> and then he like forgets, like we go home and he forgets and we get back to games and he's like, ah, like know who you are sometimes. Well, for anyone listening, I'll also be doing a kind of a meet and greet at Barbell Voodoo at noon on Thursday. I'm going to have new merch with them. I'm doing the tie-dye shirt with the the big M logo, MWGA logo, that looks like a former music TV show that I probably shouldn't say or I'll get sued for copying them. (laughs) So I'm doing that Thursday and I'm going to have some patches with me. And then on Friday, 12 o'clock at Assault Bike, I'm doing an activation for them. I don't even know what we're doing yet. Probably riding the bike some, see how you beat Wooly at calories and you'll win a prize, but I'm going to get patches away there too. So if you want to make widescreen again patch, you got to come find me at one of those two places. Yeah. And it'll be fun. It'll be good stuff. Hey. Yeah. So it should be I'm fun. I'm excited. I'm going to start packing now. When do you get spray tanned? Okay. So Monday afternoon. And so Monday night, I'll sleep in, in my little cocoon. Right. You like how I know you so well that I I didn't even ask if you were going to. I just knew it was going to happen. I just didn't know what date. Yeah, yeah, I have to. It's like yeah, part yeah. of the routine. You can ask me when I'm getting my bikini wax. Oh uh, well, it felt a little personal. That's between you and Matt. I don't well, need to know. I mean, the answer is I don't know yet, so I would mm. add one. But do you really? It'll be do you do, do you do that for a trip to the games? Well, I mean, you kind of as a girl, if that's a thing you do, you kind is of it? do it like on the reg. Hmm. What is it, is it like? But like, is it is yeah, it like one know, of those things? Like, thing. I know it's a grooming thing. That's a terrible way to put it. But is it is <laughs> like? Fine. I mean, I don't even know how to describe it. Is it like going to if you went to a spa and got a facial and it just makes you feel better about yourself? Hmm. Is it like that kind of experience, or is it a different thing altogether? Not different because it's only it? painful. It only is blows. It? Yeah, it only sucks. That's how I feel about it. It's like, it only sucks that I have to do this at all. It's only shitty. Man. But the alternative is worse. Shaving is worse. Depends on who you talk to. But for me personally, it's worse. Because oh, it just is right. like irritating and not fun. When you like shave your face too much and you get like all those like really uncomfortable bumps. It's yeah, like yeah. that. But on your bikini line, that sucks. It's not yeah, fun. I, I shave a lot. A lot of. Uh... You get it. You get it. Yeah. 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 Nobody likes ingrown hairs. Mm. We're sensitive. Way, way different end of the podcast conversation than I was expecting. So, yeah, well, if you ever, maybe next time we'll start the podcast with this conversation. Yes. <laughs> Kettlebells and bikini waxes. That's what we'll start calling the show. Once a because, month. So, all right. Well, I'm excited to see you. Tell, make sure Matt has my number, would you? Yeah, I definitely will. I think he does, but make sure he's got my number so we can hook up. And I need another mm-hmm. picture with the baby because I had one last year. So we need to do a duplicate. The before and after is going to be insane. I know. I probably won't be able to pick him up. It'd be so big. So No, you can't. He's still just a nugget. Okay. Well, you say that now, but I definitely want the before and after because I still have the before on my phone. It'll be great. Mm -hmm. Fun stuff. All right. Well, good times as always. And for everyone listening, we hope to see you guys in Madison. But if we don't, we'll still talk to you guys next week. Take care.